Today is Wednesday, July 27th, 2022. Creepy Biden video goes viral. DOJ is going after Trump again because he's plotting a 2024 revenge tour. And Kamala confirms she's a woman. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Starting off with breaking news over the last eight hours, the Department of Justice is investigating Donald Trump. I'm sorry. Hold on. I apologize. Hold on. I can get through this. The Department of Justice is investigating Donald Trump in the criminal probe again, again. Here we go once more. What year is it? What year is it? Is it 2016? Is Don? Are they investigating Donald Trump for RussiaGate? Is it 2018? Are they investigating Donald Trump for calls about Ukraine and the clear and obvious we now know criminal activity of the Biden family in Ukraine? Is it 2020? Are they investigating Donald Trump? for of you know insurrection what is it this time it's been a non-stop ongoing investigation of Donald Trump forever and the reason why is not because Donald Trump's done anything criminal in fact Donald Trump is the most liberated and uh, uh and an ascendant president of our time because he's been able to beat two impeachment raps he's been able to beat essentially five straight years of investigation and Donald Trump walks free to this very day no 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 they must investigate once more and the Department of Justice is launching a criminal probe that was confirmed yesterday in a Washington Post piece Snore. Here we go once more. The deep state needs to come up with new tactics. They need to figure out something new to do because this is getting embarrassing. It's getting old. And we called a couple of people on Donald Trump's legal team last night to figure out what this is all about. And whoa, do they have something very interesting to tell us about what's actually happening here. But let's read the article first. And let's get into this story, and we'll tell you exactly what's happening behind the scene in these new criminal probes against Donald Trump. Again, is it a day that ends in Y? Has the Earth gone around the sun once more? Is the DOJ criminally probing Donald Trump? It's just truly an embarrassment at this point of the deep state because they lack such originality. By the way, speaking of criminally probing something, maybe you should start looking into Little St. James and I'd like to see the Epstein client list. Maybe you can start criminally probing the people who criminally probed uh, various underage women in inside of our Justice Department. It'd be nice to actually look into stuff that the American people care about. Be wonderful to see some justice. Who were the clients for Jeffrey Epstein? Who were the clients for Jelaine Maxwell? You know, Jelaine Maxwell is still around. She's not even in a high security prison. It'd be nice to criminally probe them. And I don't even care who's on that list. Send them all to prison. But nope. Nope. Hunter Biden walks free and Donald Trump will have to go through another witch hunt. Here we go. The Justice Department is investigating former President Donald Trump's actions as part of a criminal probe on January 6th Capitol attack. The Washington Post reported sources told the paper that federal prosecutors would be interviewing witnesses before a grand jury. Blah, 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 blah. About the Electoral College, the prosecutors have detailed questions about meetings Trump held in December, and the polls show that no one gives a damn about this. The polls show that Americans list January 6th as like a 1% or less, as like the 
the existential threat facing the country. You want to know why? Because real Americans live in real America. We care about gas prices, grocery prices. We care about the prices of plane tickets. We care about the prices of going and seeing our families for the holidays. We care about wokeness in our schools because we have children. The disgusting permanent state live in Washington, D.C., and they only care about power. Therefore, Donald Trump was an existential threat to their power, and so this is going to be the number one thing on the docket. That's all they care about. Liz Cheney, Crying Kinzinger, and the whole rest of them. Steve Bannon getting persecuted and prosecuted. He's standing up for the Constitution. He is standing up for the rule of law. He does have executive privilege. They are going to put members of the president's administration in jail. This is the point that we've reached. This is why we say the machine is scared. It's scared is the meme from Starship Troopers when the monster is laying there on the ground. It's scared. The machine is worried. And we called Donald Trump's team last night to talk about this, and this is what they had to tell us. Various members of Trump's legal team and members of Trump's former administration were telling us this. There's two reasons why this is happening right now, so get smart Get out your pencils and take notes. This is why it's occurring. One, the January 6th committee was a bust, and the Democrats have brought such hysteria upon their own base. They have convinced their base that Donald Trump is the big, giant, orange Godzilla criminal and that he is the worst thing to ever happen to America. There's about 10% of the country that believes that. Those 10% of the country vote for Democrats, and so they have to keep the ball moving. They have to give those people a scalp, so to speak. And so they've brought in these allegations and these revelations in order to give their base the red meat or the soy. They wouldn't mean actual red meat. They'd eat like like processed soy that they so deeply desire. This is a piece of processed soy that they can chuck out at their frothing at the mouth, feral base and get a little bit of traction. Say, hey, we're doing something against the great orange enemy. In the real world, no one gives a damn about January 6th, and no one thinks that Donald Trump needs to be criminally prosecuted for it. And inside of Trump's orbit, they're saying that this is all because the January 6th committee was a bust, didn't move the needle, didn't rate, didn't get anyone to watch, no one cared. And so now they're losing their damn minds and needing to do something more. They need to up the ante every single time. They need to up the ante. So this is a classic tactic of the deep state and, of course, a vertically integrated process that they give it to the Washington Post and they leak it, of course. This is a desperation tactic. This is not a move of strength. This is a desperation tactic. The second reason that they're doing this is because they need to openly admit something that's been ongoing for a very long time. Now, the people that we spoke with inside of Trump's team were like, what do you mean they announced that they're criminally probing? They've been criminally probing Trump for the better part of five years. This isn't, an, this isn't a new revelation. This is something old. This isn't something new. Of course, they've been, they've been criminally probing Trump, and what are they going to find? They're going to try and charge him with a single crime, insurrection. Now, what is the crime of insurrection? Well, trying to trying to take over the government in a violent manner. Three problems here, and we were we had this renumerated to us on the phone last night with varying sources of Trump's legal defense here. One, Donald Trump said walk to the Capitol peacefully, and there was going to be another rally at the Capitol. That's the reason why you would go to the Capitol. Two, Donald Trump 
authorized the use of 20,000 National Guard troops for the U.S. Capitol building. He said, go there to the National Guard. Get your kits and get gone. Defend the Capitol. Defend the process. Defend democracy. You know who didn't take him up on that? Nancy Pelosi and Muriel Bowser, the leftist mayor of Washington, D.C., which shouldn't even have a mayor. Washington, D.C. shouldn't even have a governance. It should be run, essentially, and operated by Congress. That's the way it was meant to be. That's a totally different live. Number three, you can't stage an insurrection when you've already signed the documentation through GSA, which is the Government Services uh, Agency. Donald Trump already has signed the documentation to begin the transfer of military power over to Team Biden. Donald Trump had done that. Now, you don't hear any of that in the January 6th committee. It's kind of hard to stage an insurrection when you've handed over the military to the man who is coming after you. Welcome to the month of July, or as we call it on this show, MAGA month. This is a month where we celebrate America and our founding, the 4th of July, fireworks, grilling, drinking beer, and you know what's another amazing American tradition? Gold. That's right. America used to have a currency that was backed by gold. That's what prevented out-of-control inflation back in the day. Did you know that George Washington actually held an enormous amount of gold personally in order to ensure his investments. Be as smart as George Washington and invest in something with physical value. I'm talking physical gold for my friends at Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals from Birch. I did this and my family got in the mail physical gold and silver delivered securely to our home and now it's in our bank account and we've never felt more secure and it's all because of my friends at the a plus rating with the better business bureau five star reviews thousands of satisfied customers birch gold text benny to 989898 to go gold be as smart as a founding father ladies and gentlemen birch gold and we're going to get into robot joe biden and <laughs> we're going to get into why joe biden shouldn't be anywhere near the nuclear buttons right now Boy, do we have some interesting footage for you. But nonetheless, three giant counts that prove that Donald Trump didn't stage an insurrection. Yet this is what they're going to attempt to charge him with. So here we have a situation now where they are going to just up the ante. Whether it's COVID, whether it's the Ukraine phone call, whether it's Russiagate. It's all about lying to their base and their frothing, feral bases sitting there inside of their one-room studio apartments with their cats on their lap, eating their soy cereal, and, uh, you know, with cat fur everywhere, watching MSNBC, windows locked, M95 mask on, and they're, like, shoving their soy cereal into their mouth, waiting for the next thing to be transmitted into their bloodshot eyes, right? Replace the chip. What is the next thing? Is it COVID? Is it Roe v. Wade? What is it? The next thing. Is it the BLM Antifa riots? Is it the Women's March? Enter next thing. These people are NPCs. And so this is just an NPC piece of red meat. They're vertically integrating this into the DNC corporate media apparatchik machine. And the machine is scared. This is an act of fear. This is not an act of strength. Here is... Essentially, the corporate news reporting on this issue and what they had to say about it. The Post, as I said, is reporting that the Justice Department is investigating President Donald Trump's actions as part of its criminal probe 
of efforts to overturn the 2020 election results, according to four people familiar with the matter. Attorney General Merrick Garland was asked about it today by Lester Holt, and he was a little cagey about it. But, Katie, this is a criminal probe that's been opened by Joe Biden's Justice Department, and it looks like Donald Trump is one of the main targets. Donald Trump is one of the main targets, and Donald Trump said he was going to be one of the main targets at an event in Tampa, Florida this weekend. I happened to be there. I happened to be able to talk at, at length with Team Trump about what they expect here. The reason why I was told while Donald Trump was speaking from stage, the reason why they expect the criminal prosecution and persecution of Donald Trump is because it's going to look like election interference if they do it after he announces for president. Donald Trump will be announcing he's running for president. And when they begin the persecution of him, it will look like political interference. It will be very bad. And you have to be, there are rules about this. You have to be very delicate with these things when somebody is running for president and running for office. It looks politically motivated. And of course it is. Donald Trump said as much from stage. So the fake news media is totally complicit in this whole deal. And if I renounced my beliefs, if I agreed to stay silent, if I stayed home, if I announced that I was not going to run for office, the persecution of Donald Trump would immediately stop. We know that. Everybody knows that. But that's what they want me to do. And you know what? There's no chance I do that. There's just no chance I do that. I can't do that. Donald Trump saying there's no chance I'm going to do that. And the kids go wild. The crowd goes wild. I was there in the room, standing room only. Really, really impressive performance by Trump on stage. He's not backing down and he's not backing down from his plan. If you need a reason to support Donald Trump in 2024, here's your reason. And I'll tell you this right now. There is no more important plan in America than Schedule F. The revenge tour is coming. Schedule F. What is it? Let's talk about it. Trump's plan for a second term is to gut the deep state. The same people that are attacking him right now, the layers of troops, hardened Democrat, Praetorian Guard inside the DOJ and the FBI, he's going to start to decimate those cores of lawyers and permanent entrenched government bureaucrats firing up to 50,000 members of what you could call the deep state, what we prefer to call the permanent state, because I think the permanent state is more accurate. They're not even that deep. The deep state isn't that deep. They're on the surface. You can find them everywhere. These are the permanent members of the political class that live in Washington, D.C., and they are the parasites on the ass of the robust American economy. This is the reason why like four of the five wealthiest counties in America are all surrounding Washington, D.C. It's a big party and you're not invited. People say they're going to go to D.C. and drain the swamp and they realize it's more like a hot tub and they just settle in once they get there. That's the enemy. Donald Trump has a plan to destroy them. It's called Schedule F. Trump signed an executive order, Schedule F, in the expedited 
the expedite the accepted service. Sorry, forgive me there. Had a lot of coffee this morning. Very excited for this show, which established a new employment category for federal employees. It received wide media coverage for a short period. New presidents typically get to replace more than 4,000 so-called political appointees to oversee running their administrations. But Trump would make that number up to 50,000 federal workers who Trump would gut. That could be a fraction of the workforce of more than 2 million, but it still is a huge segment of the federal workers shaping the administration. Trump's administration and transition officials are working right now on a legal policy and projects for 2025 governmental rule. This is called Schedule F. This is the gutting of the deep state. It gets rid of the protections that federal employees uh, observe in their jobs, and it allows them to be fired by the president of the United States. What's done by the pen can be undone by the pen, including, but not limited to, entire agencies. This is the thought. This You want to get galaxy brain here? Here's the galaxy brain stuff. The FBI is an executive order. That means that with the stroke of a pen, a president could do away with the FBI. Same with the Department of Education. Same with HHS. Same with the Department of Energy. These are pen strokes. You got to have good lawyers because you're going to get sued by doing it. But this is how you eliminate the administrative state. And Donald Trump has a plan to do that. 50,000 federal workers would send a message. The reason why Donald Trump is being criminally probed for something that he didn't do. Donald Trump did not call for an insurrection. Donald Trump said march peacefully. You can hear it on the tape. You can see it in person as I was there in person watching it. I was an invited guest to Donald Trump's speech. And I sat there and I watched Trump say, march on peacefully. Okay. Sitting right behind Alex Jones. We both heard the same thing. You get to a situation where you start talking with Cash Patel and Cash Patel's like, yo, Donald Trump signed over the military to Joe Biden. He signed the military over to Joe Biden before that speech, but they're going to prosecute him anyway. There was absolutely nothing wrong with Donald Trump's phone call to Ukraine, but they're going to prosecute him anyway. Donald Trump didn't collude with Russia to win the 2016 election. They're going to prosecute him anyway. Three years. $30 million. This is the deep state. This is the permanent state. Donald Trump is the existential threat. And now you're seeing through whistleblower testimony what the permanent state looks like. Chuck Grassley this week saying that a DOJ whistleblower said the FBI is covering for the Bidens. You want an example of the permanent state? Here we go. From the Daily Mail. We covered this yesterday, but it's a very important story. The Bidens use the FBI as their personal Gestapo, their personal security team. The Secret Service is their private police force. That's how the deep state operates. That's how the permanent state operates. This is what must be destroyed. Written in stone at the base of the Department of Justice is equal justice under the law. That's what's written in stone. Do you feel like you have equal justice? Why don't you film yourself smoking crack? I'm not suggesting that. I'm saying it as a metaphor. Please don't do that. But Hunter Biden did. Do you think you'd be walking free if you did that and you posted it to social media? Do you think you'd be walking free if you were weighing your crack with a hooker and you filmed it? 
Do you think your local police department wouldn't do a little knocky-knock at the door for you? Do you think your kids could get away with it? Do you think, yo, do you think that hundreds of thousands, if not millions of black men got away from Joe Biden's laws about crack cocaine? No, they all got locked up for life. Mandatory sentencing. They're in federal prison right now. And if it wasn't crack cocaine, it's Kamala Harris's marijuana laws. Kamala Harris locked up black men in California like it was her job. And she made it her job. She cackled her way all the way through. The permanent state defends itself because that's how it continues to gain and grow power. They're parasites. They'll suck blood until the host is dead. They're like a tick or a leech that sucks blood from us, the deplorables, the, the Ma- team MAGA, whatever you want to call yourself. I call myself America first because America first is something that lives beyond a single candidate or a single person. America first is an ideology. That's what I call myself. What do you call yourself? The new right. I like that too. The political class and the parasite class, they suck the blood of the actual, literal, productive class in this country. And then they protect the unproductive class like it's their job. And it is, the, I mean, it technically is their job, right? It shouldn't be. Chuck Grassley proved this week that whistleblowers inside the Department of Justice are outing various corrupt members of the FBI, a man named Timothy Tybalt, Timothy Tybalt, shut down the Hunter Biden investigation into Hunter Biden's laptop, called it disinformation, and shut it down from on high inside the FBI. This should make your blood boil. This is the work of the permanent state. They will shut down the investigations. They will close everything up. It is not equal justice under the law. It is hierarchy. The Bidens protect the liberal world order so they get preference. They never get prosecuted and they will only ever get protections from these organizations and is why these organizations must be gutted. And it is why we need new rules to govern this. It should make your blood boil that millions of young black men, millions of children suffered under the rules that Joe Biden set up while Joe Biden's son walks free. Donald Trump is being criminally probed while Hunter Biden walks free right now. Steve Bannon is going to be criminally charged and sentenced to jail, most likely. And Hunter Biden will get kid gloves. You cannot continue a society like this. You cannot continue a system like this that is so irredeemably corrupt. And this is what Donald Trump wishes to take on. Speaking of, reminder, Kamala Harris locked up hundreds of thousands of black men for having a gram of weed on them in California and then went on the breakfast club and cackled about it. Cackled about smoking weed herself, you may recall. Kamala Harris is continuing her awkward and embarrassing media tour. She began a conference yesterday inside of the executive office building by stating what she was wearing and that she was a woman. Super weird. Check it out. Uh, Good afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion. Um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um, 
I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. And, um... So, super weird there. First off, Kamala Harris allegedly knows what a woman is. Somewhere, Matt Walsh's, like, beard is getting angrier at this clip. Kamala Harris was there describing herself as a woman in a blue suit, saying her own pronouns. This is just a desperation attempt by Kamala because Kamala knows she's finished. She has a lower approval rating than Joe Biden. Again, this isn't an act of strength. This is an act of fear. She is attempting to placate and to move towards the left. She's also, of course, masking. And through that mask, she is able to somehow eat salad. And by that, I mean a word salad directly out of her maw. Check this out. And the act of the United States Supreme Court to take away a constitutional right that had been recognized from the people of America will impact a lot of people and differently in some situations. And we need to be responsive to these issues and also lift up the voices of all people who will be impacted in the way that they will be impacted. So that's why we are convened today. And um, I will add a couple of points in terms of the direct impact that we anticipate there will be from the Dobbs decision. Maybe there's a bunch of alcoholics on Kamala Harris's team. You sort of have to be a serial drinker and a straight-up grain alcohol from the just scrape-off-the-top-of-the-moonshine-barrel alcoholic to work for Kamala Harris. Imagine hearing that cackle echoing down the hallway every single day and having to work there. And so maybe this is a... Uh, trick of their speechwriter team. How many times can we get Kamala Harris to say the word impact? She said the word impact one, two, three, four, five times in that clip. That clip was 20 seconds long. How long was that clip, Sam? 20 seconds long. It was like 20 seconds long, that clip. Kamala Harris said the word impact five times in 20 seconds. And what I think this is, is it's a, a game that her team plays to do a shot Every time they can get Kamala Harris to say a word multiple times in repetition. It must be. It must be a parlor game to keep the team going. She has maybe like four employees left and they are just ripping shots of the like bathroom swill booze to keep going. That's my suggestion. This is just my, this is just my guest that this is a parlor game to get blackout because you cannot handle working for Kamala Harris. And they do it very well. Check out some of these Kamala Harris repeat classics. You know, when we talk about our children, I know for this group, we all believe that when we talk about the children of the community, they are the children of the community. Together, we are expanding access to transportation. Seems like maybe it's a small issue, it's a big issue. You need to get to go and need to be able to get where you need to go to do the work and get home. That is especially true when it comes to the climate crisis, which is why we will work together and continue to work together to address these issues, to tackle these challenges, and to work together as we continue to work operating from the new norms, rules, and agreements that we will convene to work together on to galvanize global action. With that, I thank you all. This is a matter of urgent priority for all of us, and I know we will work on this together. 
<sighs> she said, work together. Shot, right? This is how you get through the day. That's just my suggestion. There's not anyone left on Kamala Harris's staff. Her speechwriter left last week. Her like chief of director outreach, her longest serving staffer, also left last week. Kamala Harris, you open up her office and you just see the tumbleweeds rolling and you hear, you know, the 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 whistling wind in the distance. There's nobody left on Kamala's staff because they want to flee the sinking ship. They know the ship is sinking. They know there's no captain at the helm. They know that Joe Biden needs medication just to get through the day. And now we come to our lead story of the day. Robot Joe Biden. This stuff is so creepy and so incredibly weird. We've done a deep dive. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen. And before we start, if you're watching right now, thank you. We love you. We appreciate you, and we are so invested in this audience. So many people sent us this clip, and that's why we moved the entire dynamic of the show to talk about this. You direct this show. We listen to your comments. We read your comments. If you're commenting, we love you. We thank you. Are you watching on Rumble, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter? We appreciate you, and we just want to say thanks. If you want to help us out, if you want to help us go to the next level, click subscribe, click ring the bell, like the page, that's all we ask. If you want us to get to the next level, share this video. We're building a team. We have the capacity to change culture together and make something new together. Our collective energy and our collective power is the moment that we decide what our future is. It's not Klaus Schwab. It's not Joe Biden, who is probably a robot. It's not Kamala Harris kissing her husband while they're both masked so creepy, not being able to make a bank shot on the basketball court. It's so embarrassing. These people won't make the future. We can make the future together in our collective capacity to say no. Leave us alone. We want freedom and we want to return to America first. We want to return to our principles. So you are part of that audience. We thank you. That's why we do the show every day. That's why we have the Sam Cam. Look at what you're helping us build. Look at this. This is us. This is all of us. The Sam Cam. What up? Ready to go. There's Sam. He's got the scars on. He's ready to rock and roll. And we are ready to rock this system. The machine needs to be broken down. We are the enemies of the machine. We're the real rage against the machine. And you are helping us. So we just say thank you. God bless you. Keep leaving comments. Keep letting us know what you want us to cover. And we will deep dive. This story, y'all sent to us. Our emails were blowing up. Our mentions were blowing up. Hey, cover Robot Biden. What the hell's going on with Robot Biden? And so we sat there all night and all morning and put together this segment for you. God bless you to our audience. We love you and we will never, ever let you down. Here we go. Joe Biden, robot Joe Biden. What the hell is going on with Biden? Let's start with the fact that Joe Biden is in a isolated quarantine. Joe Biden sees no one, has no interaction with anyone, and is creating really weird events like this. So here's a clip from Joe Biden in quarantine. He's being asked a question from Peter Ducey and Joe Biden sitting there talking about how he like how he like spoons his dog in his own bed. So Joe Biden is sitting there being like in in his in his quarantine in his weird little grainy. I mean, we're broadcasting this in like 4K, but Joe Biden somehow the White House with the uh, situation room and with the capacity to launch nukes into space uh, and land on the moon, Joe Biden can't have like He's broadcasting in 720p uh, from the room over. So I, whatever, man. Listen, 
Joe Biden ain't doing well, even though Joe Biden says he's doing well. Joe Biden claimed on Tuesday that he was doing great. He was feeling great. He tested positive for coronavirus five days ago. I'm feeling great, Joe Biden said. I hope that comes across the way that way as well. I hope I look as good as I feel. Do you think Joe Biden looks good here? Watch. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-cop. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-democracy. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-American. Donald Trump lacked the courage to act. The brave women and men in blue all across this nation should never forget that. Okay, so does Joe Biden look good there? I think this is a really important point and a critical point here. We called a couple of medical professionals and sent them that clip. That clip. And we said, hey, what's going on here? Because Joe Biden, Joe Biden, like, doesn't look normal. And they said, okay, send us a a normal Joe Biden versus this Joe Biden, and we'll diagnose it. We did this this morning with a esteemed medical professional that we know who's been on the show. And so we put together two clips, normal Joe Biden and then like drugged out robot Joe Biden. Fight inflation. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-cop. Bringing down gas prices is a big part of the job. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-democracy. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-American. And here's the good news. Gas prices have dropped every day this summer. That's more than 40 days in a row. Donald Trump lacked the courage to act. We now have 40,000 gas stations in the United States where the price of gas is $3.99 or less. The brave women and men in blue all across this nation should never forget that. How do we get the price down? Well, the new report today shows that... I'm sorry, what the hell is happening? Look at this. This image on your screen. You have Joe Biden, and then you have something else. What's going on in this image? We sent that video of two speeches back-to-back, released on the same day. That those Both those videos were released on the same day from the same point. The background's the same in the White House. One of them, Joe Biden, is an unblinking, completely robotic-voiced, uh, uh, stiff... like creep, even more creepy than normal Joe Biden. And then the other one, he's sort of regular Joe Biden that we see bumbling and mumbling. What's the difference here? The medical professionals that we talked with said, listen, you know, it ain't a robot. Something, he's gotten some type of cortical, he's gotten some type of like cortical steroid. He's gotten some type of neurological stimulant, some type of steroid or stimulant. So one of the medical professionals that we spoke with, who we can't name here, but has been on the show, said, listen, listen, this, I see this a lot in drug users. So they work at a trauma three where various members of the drug using community inside of a big dark blue city come in and they have these glassy eyes. Your eyes are connected to your nervous system. You don't try and blink. You blink automatically. It's a reflex. You blink because it's it's something in the back of your brainstem. Now, when you're on a neurological stimulant, the example used was cocaine. I'm not saying Joe's on cocaine. I don't know that. I know what his kid's on. That's crack. But whatever Joe's on, it's causing him to be unblinking and then for his pupils to be huge and dilated, to be just massive. Look at the size of the look at the size of those pupils, and he doesn't move them. 
So he just continues to talk unblinkingly. And he has a strange, like gravelly, guttural, almost robotic voice. And so also your vocal cords are something that moves uh, along with your entire body in harmony with your brainstem and your asympathetic nervous system that sort of keeps the motion of your body moving, keeps you moving smoothly as you walk, that keeps you breathing, that keeps you blinking, that keeps your eyes moisturized, that keeps your eyes on a normal set because if you let too much light into your eyes, they'll dry out and they'll begin to hurt. Just hold your eyes open like this. Try it. Hold your eyes open like this for like 30 seconds. See if you can do it. It hurts. But here's Joe Biden. The White House releases a video of Joe Biden who's keeping his eyes open like that for like minutes on end. Donald Trump. eh, Donald Trump is an insurrection. Pro-democracy insurrection. It's super weird, man. And the medical professionals who have been talking to this show are saying this is, they have him on some type of pill or some type of drug that is a heavy neurological stimulant, a heavy steroid that changes the way he looks and acts and feels. And you know what? We're not the only ones on record talking about this. Tucker Carlson said that Joe Biden got pills to essentially be able to give speeches on the campaign trails, according to his sources. Check it out logical at the time. This guy can't be the Democratic nominee. He can barely speak. How did he manage to get through the campaign? Well, it turned out, we learned later, his staff, supervised by Dr. Jill, his wife, was giving him pills before every public appearance, checking the time and at a certain hour giving him a dose of something. Now, it's not a guess. We're not making that up. We've spoken directly to someone who was there and saw it happen multiple times. Now, before taking the medication, this person said, Biden was, quote, like a small child. You could not communicate with him. He changed completely because he was on drugs, and he clearly still is on drugs. No one's pushing to know what those drugs are. We should know. But the point is, Joe Biden's dementia was perfectly obvious to everyone around him more than three years ago. So we never thought this could happen. You can't make a senile man president of the United States. This is our country. This is a real country. It needs a real leader, even when you disagree with but someone who's in full possession of his faculties. No one would ever do that. It's crazy. Well-connected, well-sourced members of the press, maybe the most well-sourced member of the press, Joe Biden is a different person, according to Tucker Carlson's sources. According to Tucker Carlson's direct sources, I tell you what, Tucker Carlson has never lied, not to me or on his program. Tucker Carlson has lived in Washington, D.C. for 25 years. He has worked... At CNN, he's worked. At ABC News, he's worked inside of corporate media. Tucker Carlson is well-sourced. Tucker Carlson knows people on both sides of the aisle, and both sides of the aisle respect Tucker. Tucker Carlson has deep and abiding friendships with people inside of the Democrat Party and the operators therein. Believe Tucker when he reports that Joe Biden's on pills. And Tucker Carlson's report stated, according to his sources, that Joe Biden was like two different people on and off drugs. Do you see it? Do you see it? Joe Biden was on two different people. Now, Tucker Carlson broadcast that two weeks ago. This happened yesterday. Yesterday. Two different people, right? So the medical professionals say that what is happening is that Joe Biden is on such heavy drugs that his asympathetic nervous system is not responding. That is why Joe Biden walks like a robot. It's why Joe Biden can't blink. 
And it's why his voice, his voice modulation, essentially, and his voice control, he can't control his own voice because that's also a part of your sympathetic nervous system. The ability to go up or down with your voice. That's something that you control. And it's something you don't think about, like breathing, like your heartbeat, like blinking. Now, we wanted, to, we wanted to take a quick turn here and say that it's not just Tucker. Tucker, obviously a man of the right, a, a moral man and a good man, and an incredible reporter and an incredible journalist. It's even comedians who are noticing this. Dana Carvey is one of the most legendary comedians in American history, one of the best at impersonations. Dana Carvey did this impersonation of Joe Biden just this week on late night TV because it's now allowed to make fun of the regime because Joe Biden is now useless to the regime. Dana Carvey did this. See if you can see where I'm getting at by playing you this clip. Watch Dana Carvey. But Biden came out as a really sleepy, sweet grandpa. And he was like, he's always repeating this story. Yeah, yeah well, I went to Scranton. Scran- I grew up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> my dad. My dad lost his job. <laughs> no joke. I'm not kidding around here. No, no human being in the world thinks that's a joke. Nobody. <laughs> Is anybody? I lost his job. And then, and then he would do the number thing. Number one, the one part. Number two, what the guy said. Number three, you know the drill. Come on. No, we don't. Now, what he does is he kind of whispers and then he yells. If you know, I think it's a wonderful move. Don't you love it when he's like, "We know how to get." Natural gas. Because we can get it. We know how to get it. That's what we do. We gave the people that buy the public, the the pirates of the Caribbean. This. This is Dana Carvey, who is legendary. This is his impression of Biden. The squinty looking Joe Biden at like into the center of the sun. That's the Joe Biden that Dana Carvey, who is the most legendary impersonator of politicians on planet Earth, did, has done bang-on impressions of some of the greatest uh, uh, presidents of our time, some of the greatest impersonations of presidents of our time. The man's a legend. And that's his study of Joe Biden. Does it look anything like the photo that's on your screen right now? Of course not. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. And even Dana Carvey is able to note that Joe Biden's voice goes up and down. Having a lack of vocal control and a lack of ability to control your own emotions is a telltale sign of dementia. It is also a telltale sign of somebody who is not medicated properly. And I I bet if you have someone in your family who is on medication, psych medications or otherwise, or somebody in your family who is an old timer, you see this happen. When you question the vitality of Joe Biden. Well, you mentioned earlier, you know, it doesn't take a doctor to see what's going on anymore. Anybody can see this. We've all had relatives that have had cognitive issues, whether it's been Alzheimer's or Parkinson's or multi-infarct dementia or something like that, but some kind of age-related cognitive decline. You can see that happening with Joe Biden. He's confused. He's lost. He shuffles when he walks. He slurs his speech. Uh, You know, he's got definite uh, signs and symptoms. 
terms of this cognitive decline. So I don't know if you remember or not, but when I was the president Trump's physician, the uh, the press was relentless. The press and the, the elites in academic medicine and mainstream media, they were all over me about getting cognitive tests done for President Trump because they were saying he wasn't cognitively fit to be the president. Now, the only reason they said that was because they didn't like the nature of his tweets and they didn't like his personality. He never did anything that was really a cognitive uh, you know, that would, there was a cognitive issue. Now we have a president that's every single day is demonstrating he's got these issues. How many more people do I need to show? How many more people do we need to like bring in the breadth of people who can say Joe Biden is critically ill? Tucker Carlson. Okay. You say, oh, Tucker Carlson's a right winger, Ben. He's just trying to make, he's just trying to make ratings. Okay, fine. Let's go to probably a lifelong Democrat Hollywood legend, Dana Carvey. So Dana Carvey saying something's wrong. So that's a pretty long breadth. Oh, well, Dana Carvey's just trying to get clicks. Dana Carvey's just trying to revamp his career. He does impressions of presidents. All right, what about the president's doctor that you just saw there? Ronnie Jackson, who was the doctor for three presidents, including Democrats, including the president who Joe Biden worked for, Barack Obama. How about that? At what point will... will America come to terms with the fact that Joe Biden is unwell and unfit. You can see here images on your screen of Joe Biden collapsing. Why do we play them? Not necessarily to make fun of Biden. We don't have any problem making fun of Biden. We think that what his family is doing to him is elder abuse. But we put these clips on on your screen here to show you one of the other telltale solidified cornerstone signs of mental decline and deterioration of the nervous system, the asympathetic nervous system, the inability to balance. Balance, your balance is something that is innate. And as your brainstem develops, I have a two-year-old, she's getting so much better at balancing. She used to fall over all the time and she still does. But as that develops, you get better balance. At the peak of your performance, you have real fluidity in your gait. You're able to move. And when it deteriorates, you see the same type of collapse you would see in a child. Tucker Carlson saying that Joe Biden's like a child without his pills. And you can see here that Joe Biden is collapsing and he's in a state of collapse. And so when you look at videos from yesterday and the memes have been hilarious, uh, the videos from yesterday, they make for great meme content. But when you watch the memes, what you're seeing here is a drugged out, medicated, barely able to keep going Joe Biden. Now, as sad as that is, If you're not laughing, you're losing, and it does make for incredible meme content. Listen, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. What's happening with Joe Biden is terrifying, and what they're doing to Joe Biden is elder abuse. You can't say it enough. The man has dementia. Even Hunter Biden says that in his own text messages to his therapists and medical professionals. Joe Biden has dementia. He is collapsing. He is clearly in a state of mental and physical collapse. You can see it every single day. And it's not just us recognizing that Joe Biden looks totally different in two different videos that were released from the White House yesterday. Throw up the image uh, again, Sam. Last time, image 10, you got to see it. These are two different people. These are two different people. Medical professionals we spoke to on this show have said this is some type of neurological, heavy neurological drug and stimulant that is affecting Joe Biden's asympathetic nervous system. Tucker Carlson says he has the reporting that Joe Biden is drugged. Joe Biden and the former White House doctor is saying that Joe Biden 
needs a cognitive test immediately and that he's not fit for office. And of course, finally, the comedian Dana Carvey is saying something's wrong with Joe Biden and doing an impression of Joe Biden that is hysterical. Looks like this. And is dead on unless Joe Biden just had mommy's little helper. So robot Joe Biden's a real thing. We'll keep you updated on what's happening with Joe Biden. We also think this is why Joe Biden wears those Ray-Bans all the time, why they're glued to his face. Joe Biden's wearing Ray-Bans because he's on drugs. Speaking of on drugs, uh, probably the lawyers at The View wish they had some drugs right now. Turning Point USA is threatening legal action against ABC over Nazi smear. Of course, I love my work with Turning Point USA. We speak at their conferences. I'm a contributor with them, and I'm a big fan of the organization. Big fan of Charlie Kirk. The View threatened the minors with defamation this weekend for the scumbag, gra- gra- uh, like absolute uh, grass tops, whatever, astroturf is the right word for it, astroturf, uh, quote-unquote Nazis that showed up at Turning Point USA. They had to apologize on air. Here's what it looked like. make a quick clarification about the neo-Nazis at the Turning Point event. They were outside protesters. My point was more metaphorical. That you, you embraced them at your thing, I felt. So I just, they were not in the building. They no, but you know, what? Okay. you know what? If the so-called Antifa who are anti-fascist, that's what Antifa stands for, Uh would go there and protest, then Antifa would get a bad reputation. That's why when I hear that Antifa is... uh, Right, but that's not... But let me just make sure that everybody... Because, you know, misunderstanding what people say is very big. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So we want to make sure you... I know they were not in the building, but they were in the mix of people at the thing. No, they were outside not on convention center property, which Turning Point USA had full and total security and right to turn away anyone from the convention center. What Whoopi Goldberg is talking about there, and ironically talking about because Whoopi Goldberg was suspended from The View for saying that Adolf Hitler wasn't an actual racist and that the, uh, like being like a pseudo-Holocaust defender is that Whoopi Goldberg, in an earlier segment on The View said that Turning Point USA welcomed Nazis into their event. That didn't happen. The Nazis that showed up, Nazis that showed up, the AstroTurf people showed up with swastikas in order to troll or to make it look like Nazis support Turning Point USA, although they were outside in a protest formation. So are Nazis protesting Turning Point USA? Okay, that's actually that's actually a good thing. I'm, I'm totally fine if neo-Nazis and racists protest Turning Point USA. That's the way it should be. The View is sitting there trying to slander the organization, trying to state that Turning Point welcomed these people. They did not. I was there and never have. And so The View is now being threatened with legal action from Turning Point USA. Turning Point USA wrote on Twitter yesterday, The View and Whoopi Goldberg smeared and lied about Turning Point USA regarding an incident where there were supposed Nazis who showed up outside of Student Action Summit. The reason these people show up is because they are trying to slander and smear the organization. They are trying to be... Uh, 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 in headlines, putting Nazi and Turning Point USA in the same headline, knowing that most people won't read past the headline. And so that's why you have to punch back. You have to push back. The View, of course, did their best to try and mix those headlines together and say that Turning Point USA welcomed the Nazis. Of course we didn't. 
and that those Nazis themselves weren't just like masked astroturfers from the left, which of course they were. Okay. So if you were an actual, like, why don't you show your face? Why don't you show your face? Why don't you get your story straight? We hope that Turning Point USA uh, goes in on The View with legal action. These are minors, 5,000 young people inside of that building who may have their entire lives ruined by disinformation and misinformation and outright lies from The View. This is the kind of stuff that ruins young people's lives. Kyle Rittenhouse, Nick Sandman, we've seen it again and again and again. The left will go after young kids and try and stigmatize these pro-America organizations. We won't let them do it. Speaking of not letting them do it, creepy Chris Cuomo has a new job. He's going to get a job at News Nation, allegedly. We don't really care about Chris Cuomo. He's complete scum, but he does prove that you can, uh, you know, defend sexual predators like Andrew Cuomo and still get a job in corporate media. He's going to get a show on News Nation. I'm not quite sure what that is, but... Chris Cuomo was saying, I'm doing my job. I'm going where the news is. I'm going to try very hard to be fair. Durr. Okay, great. Dude, you defended your brother. Uh, your brother was the governor of New York. He slaughtered old people. He slaughtered them inside of nursing homes, putting COVID-positive people inside of nursing homes. Andrew Cuomo belongs in a gulag uh, inside of Guantanamo Bay. On the moon, Andrew Cuomo is total and complete scum. And you defended him and you don't deserve a job. Uh, speaking of someone who doesn't deserve a job, well, now we have uh, Full Frontal with Samantha B. Canceled by TBS. Full Frontal with Samantha B. Super unfunny show. We have a clip to prove it. Watch. Most of us, Ivanka Trump, who works at the White House, chose to post the second most oblivious tweet we've seen this week. You know, Ivanka, that's a beautiful photo of you and your child, but let me just say, one mother to another, do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless He listens to you. <laughs> Yay. You used a naughty word. Well, now you're fired. Samantha B, she's 52. They are not renewing her show, mainly because it's not funny. I don't know where humor and comedy went. We like to play memes on this show. I'm not saying that our our broadcast is pure comedy. We cover the news, but we do like to laugh a lot. We do like to play clips that'll hopefully make you chuckle and maybe we'll have a good dad joke here and there. I'm funnier than Samantha B. Like on any given day on this live and on this broadcast, Samantha B. had a seven season show on TBS and now TBS is canceling her. Well... Good, because maybe you'll have to recognize that to be in comedy and to be in media, people are going to have to like you and like the content you're putting out there and maybe laugh every once in a while. That's what we hope you do on this show. The reason why is because if you're not laughing, you're losing. And the thing that the machine hates the very most is ridicule. And so that's what we show up here every single day to do. We're not Samantha B. We're not going to like use naughty words and think that that's going to be funny. That's woke comedy, man. That's garbage. That's trash. And Samantha Bee is complete trash. She's not funny. She's a perfect endemic example of the institutional left and how sad, miserable, mean, and nasty they are. We're not those things on this show. We like to laugh. We like to tell it to you straight. But that's what we do here because 
Ridicule is a weapon. We will ridicule the powerful. We will deconstruct the machine. We will show you what's actually happening. We'll make the phone calls. We'll do the reporting. And we'll cover the stories you want us to cover. That's because we have our priorities, right, on The Benny Show. God, family, country. That's what we care about on this show. We're free men and women. We were born that way. We're going to stay that way. And we're going to do it together. God bless all of you for watching. This is The Benny Show. See ya.